Hello everyone, Ivan Ottinger here. Thank you so much for joining me here in another session of English the Smart Way podcast. Well, I can't believe that just a few months ago I decided to start podcasting. First I thought, what a crazy idea. But you know, now it's real. And even though I'm still learning how to record podcasts, how to edit them properly, and so on and so on, It's been a great journey and I hope you enjoy the shows as much as I enjoy preparing them for you. This year we will be having many interesting people on our show and today our special guest is Yeshim Bergen from teachingboard.com. Yeshim is such an inspiration to me. She started learning English as an adult and her passion for English took her all the way to England, where she did a master's degree in teaching English and today she works as a professional English teacher in the UK. She offers a wide range of lessons from general English to business English and exam preparation. Yeshim's students value the fact that English is her second language simply because she knows what it takes to become fluent and confident in English. So without further ado, here is the interview with Yeshim Bergen from Teaching Board. Enjoy! Hello everyone, this is Ivan Ottinger and let me welcome our today's guest Yeshim Bergen. Hello Yeshim and welcome to the show. Hello Ivan, thank you for having me. Tell us a little bit about yourself so we can know you better. And... Sure, I'm an English teacher. Uh, I've been teaching English as a foreign language for over 10 years. I live in South East England in Kent area, which is about two hours from London. I'm self-employed. I work for myself and I run my business under the name Teaching Board. If the learners are local, um, I offer home tuition or organise classroom lessons if there's a group. And I also teach on Skype a lot, which seems to be very popular these days. Thank you for uh, the introduction, Yeshim. And uh, considering that you are not originally from uh, UK, uh, what were your thoughts when you first arrived to England? Loved it. I loved it. I did feel like a fish out of water because everything was so different than what we are used to in Turkey. And it's sad to say that I don't have that excitement anymore. It's like now this is home too, and that's home, and this is home. But it was quite exciting. Yeah. And uh, what did you find the most difficult on your way of becoming a fluent English speaker? What did I find most difficult? I mean, like I said, the beginning was really difficult. No chance of speaking Turkish. But I loved the language so much that, you know, there was nothing. I mean, there were difficulties. Writing was difficult. But then writing in Turkish is difficult too for me because I wasn't, you know, if you don't have the practice. So you liked the, you liked the English so much that you didn't think of English as something difficult? No, not at all. For me, the difficulty was having the opportunity, not anything to do with the language itself. But then... You know, no books, you know, no internet, no computer, nothing. 
the only thing you could do was to go to a language school, which is quite expensive, or even any private school. And I was thinking, well, you can't learn it in a month or two, even if you go to a language school. And I said, you know, all my friends can speak, and what do I do now? I said, I have to go to England. And I, I was working part-time in fast food restaurants and McDonald's, KFC, etc. And I was doing other jobs as well. And I saved enough money mm -hmm. to pay the agent to send me here as an au pair. And then you don't waste an opportunity when you wait for it that long. Yeah, you are right. You know, and uh, everyone listening to our interview can hear your clear pronunciation. And uh, when we first talked to each other, I didn't know that you are not native English speaker. So could you please share with us what do you think has helped you the most with your pronunciation? If you're concentrating on speaking more than anything, you concentrate on the sound. So I think that helped. I was sometimes recording my voice. I would pick up a material that I could also have the um, the script of, and I would listen to the original first, and then I would record my speaking. I would record myself reading the same script, and I would compare. And the first few recordings, God, I hated what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> It was awful. Also, you you know, you don't like listening to yourself. In fact, you know, I do that with my students and they're shocked. They've never heard themselves, you know, before. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can see uh, their faces, you know. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, can you please delete that? <laughs> and I send them um, a copy and then I say, now I'm deleting. But it helps because then you see how you're speaking. Then you see where you're getting the pronunciation right and where you're getting it wrong. So I think that helped. And also, I was a part of a theatre group in Istanbul. And the language that they used was English. And there were lots of expats. And we would do musicals. I was listening and acting out or reading or even if not out loud in my head. Mm -hmm. And I think that helped because that kind of sorts out your intonation and your the, the rhythm that you need to have, if that makes sense. So it's like you are not thinking about it because you are in the in the state of performing and yeah. you are in a flow and yeah yeah and in fact you don't even think that you're performing if you can relax enough you're living it and then I got feedback from friends you know if I mispronounced you know words here and there they would correct me that also helped that's why I was saying do welcome all the feedback because you need it You know, that is useful. You you can't just say, you know, it's too embarrassing. I don't want to be corrected. You know, if you find somebody who will correct you, you know, just grab them and say, hey, thank <laughs> you, do correct me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, when my subscribers reach out to me, they usually ask me for help with their English. And uh, over the months, I have noticed one specific problem that many English learners describe to me. Uh, so let's say they are in a conversation with another person and they suddenly can't remember the specific word they want and need to use 
in the sentence. So they get stuck in their speaking. Did you experience anything like this? Um, did I experience that? I did. But I kind of learned to simplify when I wanted to express something. Like I wouldn't hang up to an individual word if I couldn't remember it quickly enough. It wouldn't bother me. Ah, so you, you just moved on and... Yeah, I would quickly move on to something that I could use and would maybe it wouldn't be exactly the same as what I wanted to say, but it would be good enough still. And I think if I worry about finding that particular word, that stops me. But you make the decision in a split second and you move on to something that you know you can say. You also make a mental note, so probably next time you speak about the same subject, it's quite possible that you will remember the word. Mm -hmm. That's that's a really interesting point. Yeah, I never never thought about this. And how does it work with you? Do you do you want to remember yeah. the exact word, and you yeah. you stop yourself? Yeah, that yeah, you're right. And then all of a sudden you become a foreigner to the language. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah you're right. And <laughs> I'm, I you know I keep thinking, you know, what was that word that the conversation is like paused and I'm just thinking and I, I'm immersed in my own thinking and I'm not realizing that you know the conversation is going further and <laughs> or the person is looking at you and waiting when you will come back to the world and yeah, join yeah. the conversation and then, then then suddenly all the you know these emotions come you know that I start thinking about mm, I just can't speak English and I become to be stressed at that moment and all of this makes my speech even worse because and because then, you become too self-conscious yeah. yeah and there the problem is not your english the problem is the process that you're going through because you cut the flow yeah you're right by being perfectionist by saying that no i must find the correct word and that is being too hard on yourself and as our um director would say in the theater um he would say if you forget your lines mm -hmm. and i did and i didn't even have many lines <laughs> you know i was supposed to just act the pretty girl who sings a little bit and that was it and i forgot my line <laughs> and and uh, the other leading character and he dragged me back on the stage and he said oh do you mean blah 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 and i was like oh yes <laughs> This is not a rehearsal. This is in front of the audience. Oh, Real. Really? really? <laughs> and in fact, I think that was the recorded version. Um, we, we had like four or five um, performances. Mm -hmm. And then one of them was recorded. And I think that was the recorded version. <laughs> you know, so embarrassing. Yeah, the director would say, if you forget your line, make up. You know, yeah. or, you know, move on or do something. Continue smiling. Do not panic because the audience don't know the script. You know, other than yourself, you know, nobody will judge you or, you know, your friends who you put in trouble. Because when you forget your line, you put them in trouble as well. Yeah, that's true. Because they don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay, so Yeshim is not delivering her line. What to do now? <laughs> <laughs> and was this was this uh, performance in English or was it in in, in Turkish? Or in English. In English. No, that was in English. Oh, wow. But it was so much fun. Um, yeah. 
And so, so you think that it, it has helped you in becoming a better English speaker as well? Yeah, oh. yeah. But it was on and off. It, I, it wasn't something that I was doing all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a combination of things. But if you, if you ask me, it was love and passion more than anything. If you really want something, when you have the opportunity, you don't take it for granted. You make the most of it. Yeah. And you thoroughly enjoy it. Wonderful. Huh. You know, um, it's interesting uh, because uh, two weeks ago I applied for like drama course here in, Lovely. in yeah. Bratislava. It's like, a <clears throat> it's not um, anything like uh, professional, but it's uh, in, a, in, th- in a theater. But it's not in English, it's in Slovak. So, you know, I was interested in something like, some experience like this. So maybe in two weeks I'm starting the course and every Friday for two hours in the evening for three months. Oh. Brilliant. You will love it, um, Ivan. Because the other thing, we're talking about the language aspect of it, but the other thing, um, you feel freer mm-hmm. because when they give you a role, when you're practicing, they you become, I don't know, a horrible person, for example. <laughs> You know, you have to act someone who's absolutely horrible, so mean, um, so naive, someone so stupid. Um, you know, you, it could be any kind of person. And and you kind of find a piece of it in, your, in you, mm-hmm. but you exaggerate it. And then, you know, like, you know, sometimes we want to be silly, but we don't have the chance because it's not accepted. Oh, okay. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So when you're acting... You let it out. Or sometimes, you know, you want to be so angry. And again, you know, socially not acceptable. You know, you can't do it in public. And then in the role, you get so angry and you're horrible and this and that. <laughs> or you, you punch a person in the face <laughs> for the role. And, so and then... You know? So mm-hmm. it's expected from us as uh, actors, I would say, yeah, to behave yes. in, in a strange way, in, in unusual ways. Yeah, But but we have all those elements um, and characteristics in us already. But when we let it out through acting, or you know, I don't know what your experience will be like, but I felt so much healthier as a person and a lot happier because, as if you know, I, you know, I had the chance to express those sides, those parts of me. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? I don't know if yeah, it sounds yeah, yeah. crazy. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I, I, I understand what you mean. Yeah, it's like a, the drama. It, it gave you like opportunity to behave in any way without anyone judging you, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Spot on. Yeah. Thank you very much for sharing uh, your interesting experiences with the drama school with us. And uh, so, if we go back to your teaching experience. What do you think is the biggest problem or problems that the learners struggle with when they speak English? Good question. I think there are quite a few things that many learners seem to have difficulty with. But perhaps the biggest issue is confidence. Learners don't feel confident when they speak English. And uh, how can we become more confident uh, in English speaking? Okay, there are things that you could do from the outside by changing your body language and there are things that you could do from the inside 
by changing the way you see yourself and your English. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So uh, what can we do with our body language, for example? Smiling would be a good start because it's very difficult, almost impossible to smile and think negatively about anything at the same time. And generally, the problem with confidence is learners begin to lose confidence when they start worrying about their English or whether they worry about what kind of impression that they're giving. But if you smile, it makes it difficult for you to think negatively. So even though it's indirect, it still helps you with your confidence because you're smiling and that changes your um, psychology without trying. Another thing that I could recommend, make sure that you have an eye contact with the person that you're speaking with. This is generally what happens. You're speaking with somebody in English and you begin to worry about your vocabulary or whether you're using the right grammar and you completely forget the person who is there listening to you and you look at the ceiling, you look to your left, you look to your right because your mind is busy trying to find the perfect word or the right sentence structure and then you come to realize that you completely forgot the person who's there and that realization makes you feel less confident because you know that that's not what you're supposed to be doing yeah so make sure that you keep an eye contact with whoever you're speaking with because that will help you concentrate on the meaning that you wish to convey rather than your individual words or whether your speaking is mistake-free. So it, it helps to get our focus where it needs to be. Exactly, yeah. And um, this is not actually body language, but I think it would be good to mention here. Make sure that you're speaking at a pace that is comfortable to you. Some learners want to speak quickly because they feel that they will be fluent if they're speaking quickly. But that creates anxiety. Plus, if you're speaking too fast, you don't pronounce the words properly. And then you realize that you're not pronouncing properly. And again, that realization kills your confidence. And then anxiety doesn't help. But similarly, if you're speaking too slowly, that is not very good either because that gives you too much time to analyze your vocabulary and grammar. And that's the point where, again, you know, you question too much. So make sure that you're speaking at a pace that is truly comfortable. Yeah, I, I really agree with you. And uh, hmm, you also mentioned that uh, we can work on our mindset to improve our confidence. Yes, you can also change the way you see yourself and your English. And that can help you with your confidence tremendously. I think one of the biggest issues that are with confidence that I see um, in my students is they feel like an outsider. They feel that English doesn't belong to them. And for that reason, they hold themselves back. But it's quite interesting because... According to statistics, there are more 
non-native speakers of English in the world than native speakers of English. To put it differently, if you're using English as your second language, you are in fact in majority, not minority. So don't feel like an outsider because you're not. You're in the majority. And regardless of your current level, English belongs to you as much as anyone else. It is for all of us. And as soon as you start learning English, it becomes a part of you. So don't feel like an outsider. You know, be in the game. Yes, it's a really, really good point. And the other thing to help you with confidence, it's got to do with expectations. Don't expect to know everything. You don't have to and you don't need to. But let me give you an example. One of my students once said that she wanted to be able to talk about economy in English. And I wondered and I asked um, if she was able to talk about it in her first language. You know, stock market and exchange <laughs> rates and the Chinese growth and all that. And she said, absolutely not. I have no idea. I don't understand anything when I listen to the finance news. In most cases, if you don't need it in your first language, you don't need it in your second language. Yeah. So you know, don't come up with some unrealistic, unnecessary scenarios as if you have to be able to talk about everything because you don't. Yeah, sometimes we are too hard to ourselves and expect too much from ourselves. Exactly. Your learning objectives need to be relevant to you and they need to be realistic and they need to be about what you need. Yeah, something that we can use in our real lives. Yeah. And another thing, your self-talk is very important. Some learners say, I'm sorry, but my English is not good enough. And they use this as their opening line to any conversation that they have in English. Don't do that to yourself. The person in front of you doesn't think that your English is not good enough. But you almost condition yourself that that conversation is not going to be very good in terms of the quality of your English. Don't think of English as a difficult project either because it's not. Anyone can learn a second language and you need to be a good friend to yourself. And you need to say things like, you know, my English is getting better all the time. Every day I learn something. Okay, I make mistakes, but I also get lots of things right. You know, be, be kind to yourself. In fact, you know, it's not even about being kind. You know, see the big picture. Yes, you're making mistakes, but it is true that you're also getting lots of things right. So give yourself a pat on the back. Say, well done. You know, you're doing it. Yeah, you're, you're right. You know, when I receive emails from uh, listeners, many times uh, they start an email with words like, you know, sorry, Ivan, my... English is not uh, very good and then they continue the message but almost every time I can see that their English is quite good and uh, you know they, they use proper grammar and so they can't see them yeah they just are hard to themselves yeah um, it's not very healthy I mean I know I can see where they're coming from but This is basically apologizing 
in advance in case they make mistakes. But that's not the point. You know, if if the learner feels the need to say a sentence like that, it means they're too worried about their English. But we need to see the big picture. English is a tool through which we communicate with the world and we express ourselves and we understand other people. And your English doesn't have to be perfect. And that's not the point of learning a second language. You're using it to communicate. I mean, it is important that you become aware of your mistakes so that you can improve and become better at English. But that is the journey of learning. But when you look at it from the communication point of view, it really doesn't matter. Yeah, you're right. So feel good about your English, regardless of your level. And I think feeling good is so important because when we don't feel good, when we're questioning too much, that kills our confidence. But, But then the thing is, when a learner doesn't feel very confident, he or she holds himself back and misses the opportunities to practice. Yeah, I can completely relate. Yeah, I had the same experience and I was always questioning myself, you know, if I make mistakes or if I'm not making mistakes. And I meant by the time that you have the courage to uh, put a sentence together, maybe the others already moved on to another topic and the opportunity is gone. So... Don't wait too long. Just just say as you feel. Um, say as you think. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. We're all in the same boat. You know, we all make mistakes. In fact, native speakers of English make mistakes. They they make tons of mistakes. They use the irregular forms um, as if they're regular. They put ed or you know. Um, currently there's a lot of confusion whether to use the adjective form or adverb form of a word and and there's this language laziness especially in the new generations and they they like to use the adjective forms and some you know criticize it but on the other hand you know language is an organic thing if there are enough people to ignore the adverb forms you know there, there might be a time where you know we just stop using them and and that will be grammatically correct at perhaps that time so you know native speakers of um, english make mistakes so it's fine yeah thank you very much yashim and I, i've got a final question for you and it's uh yes what would be your number one tip for english learners around the world just one <laughs> can I give can, two or yeah, three sure, tips as many yeah. as I like <laughs> we, we will need another recording another interview for that <laughs> okay um, I would like to say that it's so important for the learners to trust their ability to learn a second language successfully so do not question whether you could do it or not. Anyone can do it. If you don't quit, you're definitely improving every day. You don't have to be talented. You don't have to have 
the language learning genes, as some people refer to it. There is no, no such a thing. Human beings are naturally linguistic. We are able to learn other languages, second, third. It's only a question of taking it one step at a time, learning li something little every day and not making a big deal out of it. Learning a language is not rocket science. So don't question your ability because questioning creates the biggest blocks to our learning. So that will be one of my tips. And the other one is have fun and enjoy your journey. Concentrate on the journey rather than the end goal. If you love the process of learning, it's a lot more likely that you will be very successful because we have very little difficulty achieving the things that we truly love and enjoy. Thank you very much for all these tips, Yashim. My pleasure. Uh, where can people learn more about you and your work? They can contact me um, via email or telephone or Facebook. They can find my details on my website, which is www.teachingboard.com. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, I really enjoyed this interview and uh, thank you for your, all the inspiration and tips and your time that you've taken to prepare for this interview. And I can see so many great things you said and, you know, it will definitely help many, many, many people. Thank you for inviting me to have this interview. I feel like this is a great opportunity to connect with more people, more learners. Um, yeah, thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much for listening to our interview with Yeshim. I hope you enjoyed it and learned some new and useful tips you can start using today. As you can see, Yeshim is a proof that even if you start learning English as an adult, you can still acquire excellent fluency and brilliant pronunciation in your English speaking. If you are interested in having a Skype lessons with Yeshim, visit her website at teachingboard.com. Teachingboard.com. And of course, you can find the full interview transcript and all show notes at englishthesmartway.com forward slash session 5. EnglishTheSmartWay.com forward slash session 5. Don't hesitate and leave a comment there of what you think of today's episode. Thanks again for listening, enjoy English and see you soon. Bye-bye.